0: You're listening to The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey, formerly Bulletproof, Bulletproof Radio. A state of high performance. Welcome to The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey. This episode is recorded live at my new, almost completed studio here in Austin, Texas. Today we're going to talk about quantum biology and quantum technologies. And part of me doesn't want to do an episode like this because I've seen Quantum toothpaste. I've seen so much quantum marketing nonsense that I have a little bit of a a visceral response to it. However, you can get a PhD in quantum biology. And we know that enzymes work most likely via quantum tunneling. And we know that microtubules, which are a core part of how our subcellular components work, are driven based on quantum biology. And very recently, we received, I would say, perfect and, and very hard to argue with proof that we are quantum systems. Because for the first time ever, a biologist and a quantum physicist partnered and they looked at proton behavior in the brain. And it turns out that proton spin changes throughout the brain with every heartbeat, which is very strong evidence that we are quantum Maybe computers, I would I would argue, but certainly quantum systems in any way. Which means that the quantum realm is fertile territory for biohacking. In other words, if we can affect our quantum resonance, or whatever the right word for that is, then we can change how we show up in the world, or maybe how the world shows up for us. We don't even necessarily know all of that uh, It also provides an explanation for some things that are hard to explain. In fact, some things that piss me off from the history of me becoming the guy who started biohacking. I did all the stuff that was supposed to work. You know, I exercised (laughs) 702 hours over the course of 18 months and didn't lose any weight and I got on magazine covers and I made millions of dollars and I was still miserable and it was only after after I'd exhausted the Western stuff that I went to Nepal and Tibet and started studying meditation and acupuncture and all the things that weren't supposed to work, but actually did work. And I've been looking for a mechanism for why those things work. And it's probably quantum. And that's why we're going to talk about quantum biology. Um, our guest today is returning to the show with a ton more evidence from when he was on in the early episode, I think 809. His name is Philip von Holtzendorf failing. Try and say that twice. (laughs) Philip, I'm going to call you Philip. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me on. It's an honor. Last time you were on, we talked about your background as a successful tech entrepreneur, kind of like me, who then went down this path of energy medicine and ended up starting Leela Quantum, which is a company who makes tech that I use on a daily basis, stuff that I actually travel with uh, and just, you know, full... Full disclosure here, I travel with this thing, like the TSA is like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's it's a stand for my cell phone. And like, <laughs> they don't have to know. Um, and there's pendants and cards that I use as well. If you'd have told me 20 years ago I was going to be doing that, I'd be like, seriously, like, it, it, am I joining a cult? But I think there's enough evidence. So I want to, I want to. First, have you defined quantum energy versus what I just talked about with proton spin and all and see if there's a difference. So what is quantum energy?
1: I mean, it's in the name of your company, but what is it? Mm -hmm. Quantum energy is the energy behind the matter.
0: Will you indulge me for a second and imagine who you would be if you actually had more energy, if your brain fired faster and you could measure it? And you had a calmer nervous system that worked better. That's what this show, that's what my work is all about. You can be that person with a few fixes that really work. In my brand new book, Smarter Not Harder, I will teach you about the little things that make the biggest difference in your life so you can be that person. There's a new anti-nutrient that you haven't heard about yet that is weakening everything you do from your workouts to your meditations. You can remove it from your diet and you'll notice a shift quickly. Learn how to get the right amount of exercise for you in the very least amount of time, and it's way less than you think. Smarter Not Harder is about simplicity and efficiency so you have more time to work on the things that matter to you. You can use the time to work on yourself or to help other people, but it's time that's yours that you're not using effectively right now. If you want to get your energy back like I did, you want to manage the stress so you can handle anything, maybe even drop the weight, check out Smarter, Not Harder wherever you buy books. This is stuff you haven't seen anywhere else. Smarter, Not Harder. Thank you for your support.
1: So, What is quantum energy? I mean, it's in the name of your company, but what is it? Mm -hmm. Quantum energy is the energy behind the matter. And that's kind of like the first thing that we need to understand. I always reference Tesla who said, if you really want to understand the secrets of the universe, you need to think in terms of energy and frequency. And if the listeners can just let that sink in for a moment, because that's where the real truth is and that's where the real life also is. So now that we said that, um, we have these meat bags, right? Now I think we all know that we're mainly water on the physical level which yeah. is already hard to understand right how can I just be over 90% water that's have, like a tough concept I have a friend who's 90% vodka is that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I know someone like that too <laughs> So uh but you know it's it's something that's not really that something we think about but it's it's still true And then behind all the matter, there is mainly energy. So we're actually just over 99% space, right? And so the energy behind the matter, that's the quantum energy. That's how we define it at least. And then that's the same energy that we have in each of our cells. Each cell has a quantum energy field and that's how the cells communicate instantly and constantly at all times. And uh, that is the energy that we were able to harness and concentrate um, in a fashion never done before, and that's that's kind of the breakthrough that basically we have such a powerful source of this concentrated quantum energy that we can tap into that and then promote changes um, and betterings of even our physiological system, but it really starts on the energetic because we have a physical body, but we also have an energy body. Some listeners may be, oh yeah, Uh, do we really be, I can't touch it. Yeah, you can't touch it, but you can actually feel it and you can know it and you can
0: get there. Can Can you measure it with some quantifiable tool?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are even medical devices out there in, in Russia and Europe, um, whether it's the BioWell or certain other devices that can. And energy for Life makes one. Yeah.
0: Uh, there, there's a variety of things, Curly and photography. Yeah. That's... And something that, that helped me, or helped to prepare me for this, when I was 14 in New Mexico at the time, you could get a driver's license. So maybe that was a bit early because I did total the car, but hey, it was legal. So uh, when I was 50 and I said, I clearly need to have a radar detector. So I bought one against my parents' advice and I would drive around town and like, oh my God, I'm driving through all these invisible fields. I can't see them, but I know they're here. So this thing would beep every time I would come near a grocery store and, and every time I came near a cop. And I, I realized the map I see of the world is, you know, colors and lights and stuff like that. But then I was also driving through an invisible world where there was like, oh, that's a spot. There's nothing there. Yeah. And I didn't feel radar. <laughs> most people don't. Um, but that didn't mean it wasn't there. And I think that prepared my mind to say, all right, I can accept that there are things that I don't see in the world.
1: Um, and for most people, you don't see x-rays, but you believe your bones are in there, right? Well, exactly. And we use our phones and all mm-hmm. of that, right? That's another mm-hmm. thing. And then, you know, if you turn on the radio and you just... Turn the button for a little bit, and suddenly you have a different channel, and then another channel, and another channel, and another, channel and another channel, and all that is all there. You just need to tune in, and that's kind of the same thing with with our biofield. Also, that we, if we can tune in, we can also recognize it. And you know, you've you've mentioned um, Tibet and and also healers yep. and, and and all that. You know, there there are pretty gifted people out there that have really special abilities, but The truth is, everyone can get there and can do these things. Maybe, you know, there's talents, right? There's obviously really great talents in tennis. Not not everyone's (laughs) Michael Jordan, okay? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not everyone's Michael Jordan, but everyone can do some of these things, but most people have forgotten about it because we kind of live in this box of the five senses, and And even in the five senses, we're almost like not even noticing those anymore, right? That's just the nature of the world we live in currently because it's so stressful, right? There's so many things we need to take care of, so many fears we have and all that. And we lose track of the most natural things to us, like the senses, but then also feeling really our biofield. And our technology actually helps with that, interestingly. Uh, And we'll get into the physical, of course, and the the real hard evidence and the studies, but it it really starts on the energetic and that's what people need to understand. You said every cell in
0: the body has its own quantum energy field. How do you know that each cell has its own field?
1: Because you can actually see it
0: energetically. what, with your eyes or with your body or with like a microscope? How, how are you seeing a field if, on a saw? If
1: you're one of those super gifted yeah. people or if you've really trained hard to see on that granular level, then yeah. you can notice that. And um, I'll tell you later about an ATP uh, um, Production uh, study that was done here oh, just, okay. just lately, and then we'll get into that too.
0: The, this is something else that, that's really important. And as a you know, former atheist, then agnostic, and then you know, I, I come from a family of you know, PhD scientists, people who you know, my my grandmother, I think, still subscribes to the Skeptic inquirer which is Snopes for very old people, you know, that nothing is real, you know, if it's not my way, it's no, it's, it's like the angry, the angry skeptics voice, which is no better than the, the mindless acceptance of everything. Like it, it, you, scientists are curious, they're not skeptical and they're not positive, like we're, we're neutral. So coming from all that, we know that there are some people who can see more colors than most humans. They actually have a a better ability to see a richer set of colors. We know some people are colorblind. We know some people are super tasters. And we can accept those things, but wait, if you put three super tasters in a room, they will have a different experience and it will match versus the rest of us. And it's been my experience that there are people who are energetically either better trained or more powerful or who knows, maybe they're aliens or genetic mutants. I, I, I haven't done the science to know why they can do it, but if I have three or five different people who all claim to have these abilities and then you put them in a room, you know, what do you see on this person? And they all see the same thing that a normal person doesn't see. It doesn't mean that they're all crazy it means that they have developed an ability and those abilities are well documented in traditional chinese medicine ancient russian stuff um any of the shamanic lineages and they all have different names for it and all that so you guys you just have to think about this and say okay this is something that humans are capable of at least some of us another guy's been on the show uh john amaral um, who's also been on stage at my biohacking conference. He works on me in the evening so I can be at full energy the whole time. And sometimes I'm like laying on his chiropractic table and he's two feet away from me and he does something and my whole body's twitching. (sighs) I don't know how to explain that. I'm not choosing to twitch. It just happens. So this stuff, I I would say, even if you're the most like, Dave, what are you talking about? You just went into the, the realm of quantum woo. No, I went into the realm of curious, scientific person. Uh, so just open open your mind a little bit to what we're saying here, and be curious about it because you're going to hear about some evidence, enough evidence that's worth a whole new show to talk about it. You mentioned ATP. Tell me what you learned about Leela Quantum and ATP.
1: So, and there's tons more studies that we'll get into that one, but the ATP study was done just a bit three four weeks ago here mm-hmm. in the US. Um, bio bio biochemistry lab and and where was the lab like at a university or a private one uh, in arizona okay uh university lab okay and they the assumption was that so we know um, that the blocks here for example they increase the energy uh in the room and if you put your hands in there then you feel that you get more energy actually you tap into this energy source and so you actually have more energy available which is almost like you walk through a desert Mm -hmm. you don't have water and then suddenly someone gives you water and you drink water this moment of you know that's on an energetic level pretty much what happens so now people can hopefully picture that better and then the question was does that also stimulate ATP production on top of that? So not only that the cells get more energy from the outside, if you will, but that they also produce more. And actually it was now proven in a randomized double-blind study with thousands of cells um, um, that the ATP production the first two hours increases each and every time. When you put your hand inside a Leela quantum block? Yeah, when you're already in the field. And and And, so what do you mean in the field? What does that look like? So we're in the field now of these
0: blocks. This is like the most powerful block. Um, And I, I have this in the center of my house. So you're saying I put my hand in the middle of it for two hours of better ATP production?
1: Um, you could do that, but if you're just, just sitting, sitting next to, to it, it, it would already be enough. It's lasted. just the, the level of strength basically is different when you're just sitting there or when you're putting your hands in there just because the field is stronger inside sure. than outside. That's pretty much how it works. And yeah, and it, it, it happened repeatedly, demonstrably, verifiably. What, it, what percentage of ATP increase were you seeing? Um, it was between 6 to 10% increase. Wow. And how are you measuring ATP? Um, I actually can't tell you that because we're not the ones measuring that. It's the, oops, it's, the lab. The, it's the lab doing it, and we haven't gotten the written up study yet. Okay. But once we have that, we know the results. And already. you'll publish the full study? It'll definitely be published, well. of course. Yeah, okay. yeah, it'll be put on the website and everything and how they exactly do it. But it's, it's a guy that pretty much does nothing, nothing else. So they look at all these different cell cultures and the next a study will be on wound healing, actually. Okay. And, yeah, so that, that's that's interesting. It's also very interesting for athletes, obviously. And also if you you know, want to kickstart, you, you don't feel good, and you want to kickstart your own healing process, obviously. So that's very good to know. But that was um, the latest uh, study that we just added. But there's tons more. And... The most interesting set of studies, actually, from my perspective, are the live blood analysis studies. Okay. So, you know a lot about dark field microscopy, I know that, but the listeners may not, so um, it's an amazing method where you can take a microscope and you look at the actual blood in real time, and you can see the blood cells in a magnified fashion. And they illuminate so you can literally see your red blood cells, your white blood cells, you can see parasitic load and things like that. It, it, it looks like this. The dark field microscopy was widely used in the U.S. as well, but 20 years ago, or about 20 years ago, they started to charge every practitioner that wants to use it for diagnostic purposes $100,000 a year. The company who invented dark field No, actually that came from authorities. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was the CDC. Um, but I'm, you know, I don't want to bet on that right now. It's, yeah. it's one of those authorities, I think, that charged the $100,000 per year. It's sort of like a license fee. Um, and that's what you do if you want things to go away. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's still widely used in Europe, in Russia, and in many other places.
0: I had it about 25 years ago. And, and they're like, Dave, look, look at how your red blood cells are all stacked. Uh, and basically, you're at high risk of, of clotting. And it was funny because I had a lab test that was looking at my clotting rate. Um, from a Western lab that had told me the same thing, and this you know, person at a health food store looked at looked at it in the back of the store and said this. so it it did correlate Sometimes you want a shot of protein or you're skipping a meal because you're intermittent fasting, and you want to turn off your hunger, you want to get a good dose of protein. What do you do? Well, there are ways to do it that are good on your gut, gluten free with high quality ingredients. There's a new protein bar, it's called Rowdy, and there's a bunch of different flavors with different ingredients, so you can dial in what tastes good and what works for your specific nutritional requirements, and I like it that they use collagen. They also use stuff like whey protein concentrate, which is much better than whey protein isolate, and they use yakun root and even grass-fed collagen. So you're getting a good amount of protein in a small amount of space. Look at their keto chocolate cookie dough protein bar. My kids definitely like that one. And it's free of natural flavors, gluten, soy, sugar, alcohol, and a lot of the other stuff that I would never put in my body. Give it a try. And I think you're going to find you want a case of these in your cabinet. Go to rowdybars.com. Use code Dave to give you 10% off. Definitely something you should try. Have you ever wondered if you're getting enough protein or what's the best source? Maybe you don't know which plant foods, if any, to include in your diet. If so, I want you to go to the protein panel, Plants versus Animals, at my ninth annual biohacking conference, hosted June 22nd to 24th in Orlando. This is just one of many main stage panels where you can learn from guys like Max Lugavere, Dr. Mark Hyman, and Dr. Amy Shaw as we go through the merits of both approaches. But that's just the beginning. You get to spend the weekend exploring the biohacking wonderland, 65,000 square feet of tech hall with more than 100 biohacking tools and toys, all approved by me. And you get to talk to the founders. It's the biggest collection in the world and you're bound to find something to upgrade whatever it is you're working on. To get the best deal on tickets, sign up now. The sooner you register, the more you save and the conference will sell out as June approaches like it did last year. So take action today. Go to biohackingconference.com and get your ticket right now. Looked at it in the back of the store and said this, so yeah. it, it did correlate.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's a it's a massive tool to diagnose overall health and also several specific things, and it's frankly the only tool that gives you the chance to really look at the blood and see what happens in real time, and then you can introduce things like Wi-Fi or you know you can take substances for example and you see what what happens. So now we started off initially with first just some testing right so we had someone tested and then they took our product and then every time the results were better they you you took your product they they sat in the field around
0: allila quantum block or they wore the pendant or carried a card or something
1: exactly we tested pretty much all of those products and in, in each case we had a significantly positive result but then Positive
0: result looking at live blood, is in the blood flowed better and there was less crud floating
1: in it or something? Exactly. And and, um, um, bear with me, I'll get more into that. Uh, But what I want to say is like one of the attack points for people with dark field microscopy uh, is often well, you could just choose a good time to do like one test and then choose another time and do another test and then that's what you show people and that's not really scientific. And I would actually agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we were obviously honest about these first tests and saw the results, but we realized that we can't really go out like that and say, well, we took two photographs and, you know, here you go. So we actually started to give our products to scientists that know, have done this for decades in the US is Dr. Beverly Rubik. She's an ace, probably one of the best in the world to do these things. And then the BESA Institute in Europe, and they did randomized placebo-controlled double-blind and single-blind studies to really rule out any placebo effect and to show the the actual results, um, what happens every time and each time. And what you see is It can reverse stage one and stage two of blood clotting within just 10 minutes. And it did that in 100% of the cases. So we yet have to find a single person where that doesn't work. Um, It uh, improves the red blood cells and the oxygenation in the blood. So um, red blood cells usually should be quite separated and look relatively. Around so, if you see the pictures online, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. Even someone that doesn't know much about this will recognize the difference. And uh, the white blood cell activity and motility uh, increased in, in every time. And as we know, that's directly linked to the immune system, right? Mm-hmm. That's part of our force. If, if that is paralyzed, we're in bad shape. And so the way the studies were conducted was that the people got tested with no Wi-Fi on and then actually they turned Wi-Fi on and then they got tested again and you see a significant uh, um, worsening of all the blood activity relatively quickly. Then they leave Wi-Fi on and then they introduce our device and all of the blocks were tested and there were studies with people putting their hands in, there were also studies with people just being in the proximity of it, so that we can really talk about both. And then, then you see these significant uh, results, and Wi-Fi is then still on while they use the device, and suddenly all those effects uh, are neutralized, literally all of those, and in, in most cases actually the situation was better than at the first, very first test, and so that's quite significant. There are some
0: listeners who still believe that Wi-Fi doesn't do anything to your biology uh, because it doesn't heat you up like a microwave. Um, There are at least 500 studies that show that that is not the case. However, especially in the U.S., you don't hear much about those. But every study funded by the industry shows that it's harmless, and every independent study shows that it's harmful. So you might... Uh, just consider that there's something going on here, because this isn't just a few people in tinfoil hats. This is a lot of really good scientists. And one of the things that highlighted this to me, we might have talked about this in the last episode. I'm not sure. I've mentioned it once in the last thousand episodes. But the guy who wrote the first patent for 802.11b, the first Wi-Fi in in existence, uh, I met him at a coffee shop called Red Rock uh, in Mountain View, California. And he said, "Dave, I took our million-dollar lab test gear and I pointed it at myself. And look at all this stuff. I think there's there's diagnostic data in here. It was all it was you know real excited about it. And I'm mean, this has to be had to be sometime in the late '90s, maybe the year 2000. And I was like, wow, that was nothing. Kind of blew my mind and maybe prepared me to be willing to have a conversation with you and to learn about the stuff and to just accept that something's happening. And so if you can believe the supposition that." Wi-Fi may have subtle negative effects on humans. And and I just consider that to be a fact at this point. And not everyone's affected the same way, but it's generally not beneficial. Except it's beneficial in that you can get access to information anywhere. And so there's pros to it, but the cons, you want to mitigate them. This is a
1: way to mitigate the cons. Correct. So we have by now um, five randomized... Sham-controlled, double-blind and single-blind studies, just in regards to looking at that, At how the um,
0: quantum affects the, the, the Wi-Fi. blood,
1: the blood, okay. and always in connection with Wi-Fi. Um, so on top of the regular effect, you know, what does it do okay. uh, before and after? you know, we check Wi-Fi. And, and to and use that. it, you don't have to put your Wi-Fi router in it or anything. You literally just have it near you. Exactly. Yeah, that's the easiest way to use it, frankly. But if you want to have faster results and even stronger results, you put your hands in there. So that's what people do at home also every now and then, you know, that they just put their hands in there to get, like, an extra charge. But that's just one. and by the way, so we haven't found anything, any effect uh, that is physically visible and energetically visible from Wi-Fi that wasn't completely neutralized by our tech. Uh, So the blood is the one thing. The other one was heart rate variability studies. Um, Then we had Kilian photography type of uh, studies as well that were done. And then the BESA studies uh, in Europe, the BESA Institute is the largest testing research institute which is independent in europe for a biosystem analysis and what they do is they measure the cellular voltage in the different organs they can uh, measure energy levels on the acupuncture points and things like that it's an advanced decavol method and they also tested they tested actually our devices in an electric car it was a tesla and we, we all know teslas and, and and other electric cars they're full of uh, EMF, right? I mean, there's way more EMF in Apparently, there. Apparently, Teslas are lower than Prius is quite a lot because of the location of the batteries. That could be the case, okay. but they're still all a lot higher than um, a regular car. Absolutely. And, and then they gave people um, a tablet and a phone at the same oh, time, time to really blast them and then used our tech and it was able to neutralize it all. So it's, it's powerful stuff. And as you said, you know, the, the EMF, we don't see it. It's still there. You know, I was a VP at T-Mobile, so I um, kind of know what I'm talking about uh, in <laughs> regards to EMFs. And But it has these benefits too, right? So I'm not proposing what, where we shut off uh, all the towers now, right? That would be inconvenient for a lot of things we do in life. And I think the the trick is to really mitigate it in a way where we're not affected and where we can still use what, it. What if you had uh, Lila Quantum Block
0: like sitting on top of a cell tower? Would that just take care of everything a cell tower does? We actually haven't
1: tested that. Uh, uh, I think at some point we can talk about some other ways that we have in order to uh get to that problem, so <laughs> you may hear that we have a solution for that but uh but we we haven't tested that, but it could be that the the infinity block, for example, would be powerful enough um yeah okay that, that's that's the possibility definitely yeah yeah well and <laughs> so and and so this is the really fascinating stuff right because we're talking energetics and you gave this great intro right because there's it's it's where humanity is right now that's where I see it um, the matter of fact and it it really humbles me that we're even having this conversation here and that we can openly talk about these things and come with hard evidence and it doesn't really stop there so what actually happened in, uh, at your biohacking conference in Orlando uh, live on stage, we did an experiment because we had heard from several people that if they charge foods that they're allergic to uh, in the infinity block for like five, six minutes, then they could consume the substance without an allergy reaction. We had heard that from- That's crazy. I haven't tried this. I gotta try this with eggs. Well, we tell everyone, don't try this yet, please. (laughs) Well, on your own risk, you can, of course, but um, really at your own risk because we don't know enough about it yet, but I'll I'll tell you more about this because it's, it's, for me right now, the most fascinating research field that we're in um, with these blocks. So then there was this guy that has a, a crab meat, uh, allergy, avocado, honey, and he tested it over and over again. First, he thought actually his allergy was gone completely, but then he tested it without charging, and he still <laughs> had the allergies. so wow. it was kind of terrible. But then uh, over and over again, it worked when he charged it. So we did this experiment live on stage there, mm-hmm. and they put crab meat in his arm. And he got this instant reaction. All got red and, you know, it, it got very itchy and all that. And the same crap meat they put live on stage uh, in the Infinity Block. It was like in a circus. Um, okay. And then after that, they took it out, put it in his other arm, no reaction, right? Wow. So now, and then we've heard this from other people gluten sensitivities, dairy sensitivities, a guy that could never even drink a drop of lemon juice without getting totally sick he was able to consume some lemon juice now after that again don't try this yet there's more research to be done but we have a clinic in germany now it's a pretty famous european clinic that's specialized in in allergies and some other things people even from london and and other um, countries fly over there they have a fifty thousand dollar device uh, with which they can test allergy responses mm-hmm. And they did a pilot study with our tech, and they found out that after three minutes of charging the foods, all the foods that they tested, and we told them four minutes is actually what you need to do, they did just three, they showed an allergy reduction between 65 to 95% in all cases. Wow. We're assuming at this point it's going to be somewhere closer to 70 to 100% when they charge it four minutes, and that study is currently ongoing, will run for probably three, four months.
0: So how long would that effect last? Because here's my thought. For people allergic to cats, you could saran wrap your cat inside a quantum block because most cats could fit inside one of these, right? And you'd have to hold (laughs) it in there for four minutes. Air holes, I'm talking about, right? But then would your cat like permanently be (laughs) non-allergenic?
1: You you could fit a chihuahua in there too, I guess. That would be an interesting... So we actually have animals that go into these larger blocks. We have some larger blocks too where they actually naturally gravitate to. But that one I can't really comment on because that would be... A different type of allergy okay. we haven't done any tests in regards to that really so this is something where you consume a substance okay. and and by the way it, it doesn't stop there like you know one of my unhealthy habits that I haven't been able to get rid of is I love chocolate and I love Where's great cakes and desserts. Chocolate's
0: good for you um, multiple studies. Yeah you know. Um, 100 grams a day makes you live longer. <laughs> Seriously that, that's what the numbers say.
1: Yeah you know chocolate mousse and all these things. Hey, that, that might be a problem. Uh, but, but anyway, you know, these things are just, uh, it enriches your life on, on yes. a different level at like least. Like bacon and, and chocolate, I yeah. got it. And so what they tested, so you cannot be allergic to sugar, but you can have a stress response, yeah. which most everyone has to some degree at least. And if you put sugar or any sugary substances in the block and charge them, they were able to also show a 75 to 85% reduction in stress response. So their cortisol didn't go up. Although
0: sometimes sugar lowers cortisol, if you're in a cortisol or in a, in a glucose deficient state, interesting. So you're saying that your blood sugar doesn't go up
1: as much. So I don't know the details of that because we literally also just heard about this, that the clinic found that oh, all the stress the response was, okay. um, was able to be reduced by 75 to 85%. And again, more studies are needed now to validate that. There is something called the cell danger response, which is behind a lot of
0: allergies and just a lot of biological dysregulation and just falling out of equilibrium. So it would actually follow that if your water was structured better, uh, that likely your cell danger response would just have a higher threshold to get yeah. triggered. So I, I could see a mechanism for that. Yeah, uh, that would just be water structure based. Yeah, yeah that's
1: cool. Could very well be all right. Um,
0: there's no chips in this thing in, in the alle quantum. I actually have an intention taped to the bottom of this. Uh, and so I know people put pictures of friends who are sick and all that, so I have an intention in there um, taped in. and There's no active parts, it doesn't move, it doesn't have a battery, I don't have to plug it in. Um, How do you make these
2: things?
0: For 25 years, I've had a strong passion for understanding the science behind why we age and what we can do about it. One of the most groundbreaking discoveries in the last two decades is Senolytics. Synolytics are plant-derived or pharmaceutical ingredients that can help your body drop old, worn-out cells. Scientists call them senescent cells, and in my books, I call them zombie cells. As you age, those senescent cells build up in your body. They live for a long time, and they eat up your energy. There is a hack for this. It's called Qualia Synolytic. Your podcast sponsor, Neurohacker Collective, created Qualia Synolytic. It eliminates those zombie cells and has a clinical study that supports its effectiveness. I really felt a difference in how my body moved after just a couple months on qualia synolytic. It's upped my energy level even more, and my joints feel really good. If you're over 30 and you want to use a clinically tested formula to help you feel younger, try qualia synolytic. To get younger now, visit neurohacker.com dave and try it risk-free for up to 100 days. Use code Dave at checkout to get 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave. Use code Dave. You're listening to The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey. There's no active parts. It doesn't move. It doesn't have a battery. I don't have to plug it in. Um, How do you make these things?
1: So that's a good observation, of course. And that's probably the first thing that blows people's minds because we're so used to something that we need to plug in. There needs to be a battery or something. The fact is, if we added a battery or electricity or magnetic brute force, it wouldn't work the way it does because it would constantly destabilize the field. And then it's like as if you hit me in the back uh, every two seconds, you know, yeah. then I really have an uncomfortable life, and that's pretty much the same for for a quantum field like that. Um, so the fact that it's not plugged in um, doesn't mean there isn't energy, which we can prove with all of these studies and a lot of different things. And people can feel it, and you you know people would even feel a tingling in their hands. Well, people and, use crystals that aren't plugged in, right? they- like you, if you're energetically
0: sensitive or trained, and I am, I mean, you, you can this, these aren't particularly subtle, though. <laughs> like they're strong enough that people who are new new to that sort of thing can feel them. But how, it's I I hard mean, for the mind. Do, I, I... do you put them in, like, a, a crystal chamber? Are you, like, shooting with lasers? Like, what, why isn't this just, like, some metal, like, recycled aluminum cans or something with, like,
1: little pipes? Like, what do you do that's special? Well, because then it just wouldn't work. Um, I mean, the material really isn't the most important it is important to some degree but we could make this out of gold for example yeah. it may work even better but it would be not affordable for is us is this gold plated does not like it gold it's anodized aluminum yeah probably? it's gold anodized aluminum and then yeah. sandblasted um, for various reasons because actually the aluminum frequency is completely neutralized and yeah. it's um, it's not too heavy which is yeah. a good thing for shipping and for people to actually move it um and it looks good and it holds the energy really, really well, uh, and it doesn't doesn't mess with the quantum field in any
0: way. The interesting thing about aluminum is that it's, it holds an incredible amount of energy in the form of heat. You know, a small piece of aluminum that's heated up will melt a lot more ice than a small piece of lead that's heated up even. Even though you think lead is denser, but no, aluminum has, it does a great job of storing energy. But Okay, so you have aluminum that's gold anodized, but anyone can gold anodize and sandblast aluminum. What what do you do that's special for these things?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't do anything if it's not charged. And that's frankly what we do in these studies, that we have these sham devices that look physically the same, but one is not charged and the other one is charged. And then you see these so significant differences. How do you charge them? Is
0: there like a band of elves that charge these? Like, like <laughs> yes. it, give me
1: something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you have the New Mexico elves. I know those guys. Have you ever asked Coca-Cola for their recipe? Uh, <laughs> but eat- we charge each individual plate. So that's important, obviously. We charge each individual plate uh, with a specific method that we can't disclose. Um, and we, we had thought about patenting it so we have design patents and all this stuff right but we um the actual method we would have had to disclose in the patent mm. itself and we thought that was actually too risky to do
0: yeah um, that, that's everyone else would, will just steal it anyway
1: but yeah. we have so we have a team of very special and gifted people healers uh, you know not 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 doctors but um healer practitioners um and a team of scientists and so with them together we developed the actual technology at first and how exactly we did it you know then you know i really need to stop there but it's 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 a team effort in that sense and how long did it take um well i think we worked on it for eight months in straight and how big was this team like a dozen people or something we have a network of I, i think six healers and then we have two three scientists that that work on a regular basis with us and one of the healers is roman hafner Uh, people can uh, can look him up Uh, he he's called the wunderkind in europe he was born with the ability to see each and every frequency on a super granular level um, and already is an 11 year old he was on stage in front of 300 people and they had all issues and he would tell them why they had the issues and how to fix the issues. Mm -hmm. He was called by doctors that had out-treated patients or patients where they had no clue what they had and they called them up and he would just tell them, well, they got this because he can see your heartbeat and and all these things. Um, So this is the type of ability. So we're not talking about some Reiki dude across the street. Um, we're talking about like, you know, the- you're outside Santa Fe, so that's pretty much everyone. Okay, I got you. And yeah, and then there's the signs to it. But, but we really work from from uh, with a different cadence than most other companies. U- usually you develop a product and you see if it works, and you trial and error and all of that, and then at some point you, you figure out these things and then you see what they do. And so we can develop something relatively quickly, like a frequency, for example, that that is done in, in a very, very fast manner. And then we can already assess what the frequency will do. And then we go into validation and into the scientific testing. So the actual development process is usually relatively quick. So if we have new ideas popping in, then we can follow up relatively quickly.
0: Okay. It sounds to me like like the most unique thing is that you found one of the rare humans who can see stuff that most people can't see. And one thing, maybe Roman is just crazy and he's, since he was you know 11 years old, has just been able to con large groups of people. He could be the best, the best mentalist on earth, but that would have to be like a past life thing because 11-year-olds can't be mentalists because they just don't have enough time to learn that stuff, right? So... Uh, and I have several friends who are same way they're they're born special. I just interviewed um, Guru Dev Sri, Sri Ravi Shankar at his place in L.A. And, you know, when he was four, he recited the entire Bhagavad Gita. Four-year-olds don't do that unless they came in with that knowledge. Like, that's just kind of how it is. And I, I asked them about it, right? So I believe that there are some people who, I don't know, probably past lives explain it the best, but people who just have different abilities, Uh, But there are other people who probably say, well, he's from Saturn or wherever. Okay, like whatever. We don't have to know why, but we know that there are people who can do this. And having someone like that who's helping to to look at what works and what doesn't using their unique ability, like the ability to see more colors or whatever, um, that's a neat way of applying science. You just have an unusual measurement device, which happens to be a human. uh, And I would have said complete, like I would have screamed bullshit from the rooftops 20 years ago. I just know too many people who can do that stuff. I mean, you're (laughs) you're a VP from T-Mobile. If you're curious and you're scientific, you do find that there are some people like, how did you possibly do that? And they sometimes say, I don't know. And other times, like I tapped into the quantum energy field and I asked Archangel Michael and I don't know, you know, each one has their own method and maybe they're all the same method. They just have different names. It actually doesn't matter. Like you have someone with those abilities and so you were able to, tune, whatever your tech is that I'm still curious about. And I respect you, you don't want to tell me and you don't want to tell everyone listening because you you have a business. It's all good. Um, I do think though your stuff works because uh, I travel with the small travel quantum block and you should have one of your quantum cards as well. Uh, I'm even incorporating some of this into 40 years of Zen because it, it appears to give you an unfair advantage. So if you can get 6 to 10% more ATP when you're doing the most difficult brain training possible, you'll actually be able to enter altered states that you can't get without enough energy. And if you're you know, pushing it in your career or you're staying up all night with a sick kid, it doesn't matter. That 6 to 10% extra ATP translates into more energy that can be used for folding protein, that can be used for sleep quality, can be used for exertion, can be used for creation, for meditation. So it's like, it's, it's kind of a free upgrade and you, you don't have to do anything, but
1: just have it near you. How close to you does it have to be to really make a difference? So the measurable field um, of a regular infinity block is about a kilometer. And we say about 500 meters, which is maybe 1,500 feet roughly in radius. It can neutralize EMF. So just someone in your neighborhood nearby has to have one yeah and that that's for like a normal situation if you have a house that's right next to a 5g tower then that may be a little bit different you know then the r- radiuses of the emf mitigation may be smaller that's yeah. just something you know we haven't tested each scenario that's possible uh, but in general that's about the case then this guy here has a radius of about 150 meters and maybe 75 this meters. This guy's the
0: small, the smallest block, That's the one the I travel, travel with. Block. Yeah, I put that next to my bed in hotel rooms where it's always um,
1: an EMF disaster. 75 uh, meters, which is, you know, what is that? Uh, 250 feet yeah. more or less uh, EMF mitigation. And then we have the small quantum block, which is the weakest, but for a reason, because you can do some other fun stuff like copying frequencies, neutralizing. Do I have that one?
0: Isn't in um, that... No, <laughs> that's you... That's not it. I don't you, have
1: them? Yeah, no, because it's just... It, it's, you can still have it, but I don't know if you want to tinker around with this type of stuff. Um, that's if you want to make frequency medicine, for example. If oh, you, that's
0: interesting. So you can use like for homeopathy kind of stuff
1: yes pretty much it's, it's quantum homeopathy if you will like oh, you could literally you could put a lemon in there and a glass of water and then you'll have the lemon frequency in the water or you take a silver coin and some piece oh, of frankincense you have the frankincense. that's kind frequency of cool I, I would play around with that of course you know what i would do i would
0: put some danger coffee in it and i would just put that frequency in everything <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah so those are the the different radiuses and then Uh, it it works like a quantum sun if you will so it really goes into all directions but it's at core it's the strongest. So the closer you move towards it, the more you feel the effect and can measure the effect. Can you get too much? I mean, I have this triple, triple,
0: I don't know what you call this, triple mega quantum block. This is the most powerful one, right? And this is the one that's a kilometer? The
1: infinity block? Yeah, so this one is more than a kilometer because you have an upgraded version. Oh yeah, you gave me the the 7x upgrade (laughs) on it. Uh, So should I put this like right under my bed, the middle of it? So I'm
0: like sleeping in the middle of a vortex of...
1: I would not do that because then you probably would not really sleep that well because it, it may keep you up. You may sleep for two three hours and then be fully awake. If you,
0: Wouldn't that be great, because then you could go do shit? If,
1: if, <laughs> if, you, if you want to do that much stuff, then you can probably do that, yeah. So go, go play with it, but we recommend usually to not put it next to the bed or underneath next the to, bed. Okay, so like 10 feet away kind of a thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you're in a hotel room, then I, I would not put it next to the bed, put it, you know, I don't know, oh, wow. on the, on on the, the desk or something. Like there's always
0: that. A, a wireless phone right there, and
1: so it's still okay on the desk all right i, I can move well, it away from me i don't even put it on the on the nightstand because that would personally be too too close for me um, yeah so it probably really depends on how deep someone usually sleeps okay. and and you know we should always be rather on the careful side recommending things and that's why sure. i say rather uh, don't okay. keep it there and then but you to your question you can get too much of it uh, especially if you're not used to energy work or meditation, yoga, and what quantum does, energy. What does that feel like? Uh, because you can start detoxing. Okay. Um, so if, if someone were to come that never had been exposed to energy work or quantum energy and puts their hand in there, probably relatively quickly at some point they may start sweating because detox reactions may uh, may start and at some point maybe their nervous system would also feel a little bit uncomfortable. Like, oh, this is just too much energy. Which isn't a bad thing. It just shows you, oh really I'm I'm reacting to it and that's that's actually a positive thing, but then at that point just take the hand out and, and drink a glass of water and, and, and you'll be fine. Okay.
0: And the glass of water you drink, would you
1: charge that in the block first? <laughs> well, in the case of the guy that just overwhelmed his nervous system a little bit, maybe not, but <laughs> uh, but usually you can do it. And that brings me actually to a point I wanted to to make, which is uh, fascinating. You know the Moto Institute, of course. These are the guys who make
0: structured water snowflakes and ice crystals based on intentions in water. Yeah, they're pretty famous.
1: Exactly. And so I think in the last show, they had just run the tests uh, um, on Some of our tech and they were blown away by the amazing results they saw and they said that the just the quantum block was able to improve water faster than anything they'd ever seen before and tested before and they constantly get sent stuff right and and so they tested it themselves and they were so impressed that a month later they called me up and said we would like to import your products to japan and and sell them here in Japan. And we would like to be exclusive distributors, which usually we don't do these things. It's a big endorsement. Yeah, and then we said, we'll do it. And uh, that to me says much more than just their study, because they actually really, I mean, they are really behind this stuff. And and by the way, which is interesting, they also have a healer on their team. Mm -hmm. So on top of their scientific methods that they're using, they had this guy uh, test the block and, and the guy was blown away energetically because he was like, this is crazy, I can't believe it. This energy is amazing. And yeah, so they were just sold because of what they witnessed with their own eyes. Wow. Yeah. I, uh,
0: I believe it. Uh, there, there's something interesting happening with this. Um, you mentioned it takes
1: four minutes to charge something. It actually goes way quicker. The four minutes is what we recommend to the clinic to do the food allergy. Oh, that's for allergies. Um, uh, yeah, so in general, if you, if you just want to charge your foods with an infinity block, I think 30 seconds, 45 seconds is usually enough to give it a really good charge. And, and um, will that last for like hours or days or permanent? Uh, that's a little bit hard to say. It depends also where you keep the stuff, but usually it would definitely keep the charge for quite some time. Most people usually charge it before consuming it so then they don't really have uh, a problem with that. I'm just saying is you, you buy a bunch
0: of stuff, your groceries stick as many in there as will fit and then toss them in the fridge and don't think yeah, about it. Yeah, you again. can you can do that too. It'll still work. Yeah.
1: Right. And then the people with a food allergy, you know, obviously there's something happening with the waveform patterns that there's waveform patterns that um, create issues w- mm-hmm. w- within them and then that these are being neutralized and it it seems so that 30 seconds is not enough, but that you really need to dial up to like three or four minutes until, yeah, you have a neutralization of these. All right. Uh, let's give
0: people the code because, guys, you know, anytime someone comes on the show to talk about their, uh, their products, like you got to give our listeners a, a discount. Leela dot L-E-E-L-A-Q.com and use code Dave10 and save 10% on stuff. And I'm just going to be straightforward. It's not particularly cheap, right? You know, the, I, I don't know what the pendants or the, the cards cost. Those are the entry-level products.
1: 145 oh, and you can yeah. get four capsules for 295. And I must say, yeah, you know, the blocks have a price point, but for what they do, they do it is lot. actually cheap. I, I'm,
0: I, I hear, yeah, like the, the blocks are, are very potent, and a lot of my high-power energy healer friends um, have a block at their house, or two, or in my case, three. Plus a bunch of capsules and cards floating around because well thank you you're generous and we're friends and you know, (laughs) so in fact uh, Robin Benson who came on the show years ago uh, I think about travel hacking who runs a place in Santa Fe uh, for her wedding Um, you were nice enough to uh, help facilitate me getting a a small quantum block that was uh, her wedding present. Um, when they weren't on the market yet, which was uh, thank you, but it's that kind of a thing where you know people who know what they're doing with energy work are are picking these up because something's happening. Um, all right, so we, we've done our code. Lilaq.com. Use code Dave ten, and guys, seriously, pick up the pendant which has charged anodized their titanium beads inside. Yes, um, and so you open it up. There's the beads in it. And you can carry it with you. How big of a radius does this thing have? Uh,
1: About one to two meters, sometimes a little more. So you can
0: put it in your purse if you wanted to. You can wear it or put it in your pocket or whatever. It's fine.
1: The best is here, frankly. Oops, Um, that was the microphone. I'm sorry. But uh, it's right actually where the heart chakra is because there's the biggest effect, but indeed in the pocket is fine and your purse works as well. I want to ask
0: you some theoretical questions and bounce some ideas off you. it, it feels to me like we, we know the, the pixel size of reality uh, and that it's Planck's constant. So would you agree with that? Sort of, yeah. Okay. So, so guys, Planck's constant is this number that keeps showing up when you're doing advanced physics, uh, especially astrophysics and things like that. Um, and it's, it's a, a fixed constant. And... When you uh, uh, when you look at that, it's basically the smallest measurable unit of of matter, and so when you want to collapse waveforms, which is this is all quantum now, you want to collapse a waveform into reality. Uh, we believe that it requires an observer. Uh, who the observer is? I'm going to argue it's subcellular components, the first ones to see it. We would, a lot of people would say, well, it's humans. Uh, the problem is a, a third of a second after something happens, our brain gets the first wiggle that something happens. So the brain isn't the observer because the mitochondria already saw it. Um, so something collapses it. But when it collapses from a quantum waveform of probability into reality, um, then we know that there's these essentially the pixels are the smallest units of matter that we can measure. So if we're living in a simulation, which I would probably. Well, we are living in a simulation from our, percep- our perspective of it because our user interface is tuned that way. Uh, it, it feels like what we're doing with uh, Leela Quantum and, and what a lot of the energy healing techniques are doing is they're going into basically the system behind what's creating the pixels and saying let's manipulate the waveforms so that when they, they collapse into pixels or into you know, measurable reality, um, into something that, that, that exists that is still 99 point nine percent empty, but at least you can you can you know, measure the, the the atom, even though if you look inside the atom, it's still all empty in there. Um, is that how you think this works? Like we're going in and, and editing waveforms in quantum reality?
1: Well, I think your explanation of that is is great. I try to just offer a different way to look at it. that's how I perceive it and have experienced it, that everything is consciousness. There's only one consciousness that is constantly moving and expressing itself. And um, then there are indeed these different dimensions, right? And I just want to get into the 3D dimension now because that's what, you know, that's this reality here, right? Um, How many dimensions do you think there are? Infinite. And I tell you why. Because... Consciousness is infinite. Call it God, call it consciousness, and certainly not the God that's sitting on the clouds, right? It's, it's, it's just infinite consciousness. And since it's infinite consciousness of everything, there's infinite possibilities. It couldn't be any other way. But I think, you know, from our observable perspective, there may be nine dimensions. Um, I get 13, but all right, I'll give you that. Yeah, so, you know, it, uh, I think it depends always on how you look at it right we have seven main chakras but then there's even more chakras right yeah. there can, there are chakras in the hands and the feet and you can go on and on even up here you have the eighth and ninth chakra and and so on so there's always different ways to look at it but I think ultimately there's of everything infinite possibilities um, but it may go too far but the point is really that here this is the material world that is sort of operated by consciousness still but we're interacting in this physical reality and with pure quantum energy like this and some other methods you can influence matter and energy really on a below subatomic level and then if changes are promoted on that level they can ripple through through the physical that's how I would describe it, um, and knowing that none of us can actually describe it because it's well, What about Roman? Limited. Doesn't
0: he have a description of this? And uh, Roman, your energy healer guy, isn't he seeing all this stuff and saying that that's a smurf and that's an alien or however he does it?
1: Yeah, I think he would probably describe it in a in a similar way. So in a similar way to what you were saying? Okay. Yeah, the the people I've worked with when we talk about
0: it, there's there's always... Fuzziness around the edges. Um, one of the the lineages I've studied with, um, the guy actually taught a uh, hundred or so people how to do astral travel and said, "Just go out there and write down what you see." And he didn't tell them anything. And then he compared notes from all hundred of them to make you know, like a map of of it. And it's funny if you send a bunch of explorers out, you know, some people find valleys, some people find peaks, and some people find rivers, and then they come back and you, that's how you make a map, right? That's how we made the original maps of the planet, except probably we just got them from the the, um, society that was here before us. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure that's how we got them. But anyway, we like to tell ourselves that we made new maps that way. Uh, So um, I think we can still do that for the, the quantum and the energetic realms and whatever dimensions. And Um, Joe Dispenza is doing work on that. Uh, We're doing some work on that at 40 years of Zen. And, you know, people, people are starting to realize that there's repeatable patterns to these other things, even though they're hard for us to sense. It doesn't mean they're not there. And I, I don't know that anyone I've met uh, has a full map of, you know, you do this in quantum and then this happens. Um, But there are people all over the planet working on it and we have enough data. We have enough processing. We even have AI, which can be used for good in this case, like to help to understand what, what patterns are in there that we don't see. So I'm, I'm pretty hopeful that our quantum awareness stuff and our ability to manipulate quantum fields, is going to improve humanity.
1: Is it? So with the stuff that we do, um, yes, because This cannot be used for manipulative purposes because we're really operating with a pure quantum energy field. Like if if I, you know, you could even transmit frequencies, right? Or you can copy frequencies. But if you took a fear frequency as an example, or some poison that you put in, then that frequency would get neutralized because it would be harmful uh, to life or consciousness. That, that's just the way it works. It's just the nature of the field. It's nothing that we did to it. It's just the nature of it, which actually made us do this in the first place. Otherwise, I don't think we would have made our technology available to people because if, if they could use it for nefarious purposes, it, it would be detrimental. Now, there's a lot of other things in regards to quantum that people are working on. So I can't speak to all of what they're doing and will be doing. So that's, I can just focus really on what I know about this.
0: One of the reasons that I, I named this field biohacking, it comes from my experience as a computer hacker. So, computer hackers said, "Well, hey, Bill Gates, we don't like it that you won't tell us what's in there. um I'm talking about Microsoft Windows operating system if you thought I meant something else. Sorry about that so <laughs> that was, Oh, yeah, nowadays <laughs> uh, anyway, um so they they're like." If this this represents security problems. In fact, it could be really harmful for me to use something from, you know, Bill Gates because there's a lack of disclosure. You can't see the source code. And the answer is, well, just trust me. And it turns out the whole antivirus software industry arose from the just trust me because it turns out that there was massive holes and undiscovered problems. And that's there's still an issue with all software especially operating systems. So hackers are like, screw that noise. Why don't we just make our own operating system? And they created Linux where they got together and everyone can see every bit of source code. So you yeah. know what's in there. And that was uh, something where everyone said, this can't happen. Why would anyone do that? Lo and behold, right now, most people listening to this conversation are listening to it via uh, components of technology using Linux as part of their stack. And that took 25, 30 years. So with biohacking you know are we going to figure out you know what's in there and are we going to be able to, to use this new quantum systems for the benefit and with transparency the benefit for each other versus um, you know letting someone use it for bad which goes to my next question like if, if if we had your mirror image you know an upside down world and we had like darth leela uh, who, who is hell bent on doing bad things, you know, like the government? Um, are you concerned about misuse of quantum fields?
1: Not in, in the way yeah, of these Not for you en- guys. Yeah, yeah. No, but the. For others. So the pure quantum energy really cannot be manipulated. It's just. But, but I understand what you're doing? <laughs> no. Um, okay. No. Um, so you could not use it to manipulate someone. You cannot use it to for any negative, I mean, in that case, negative is really not the right words, it would be harmful or destructive purposes. So if we were to be bad guys, the worst thing we could do with this is to take it off the market. (laughs) <laughs> okay. And, uh, and uh, because then it wouldn't be available because what, what it actually and we didn't really get into this because we've been so focused on the physical studies and all of that, but the Hawkins scale, for example, guys, yeah. David Hawkins, Power vs. Force, look it up. Um, I, just I Google, use that regularly. Yeah, yeah Google the, the, the consciousness scale because this can unlock more of our consciousness. And that, that's actually the level at which it works, and then it ripples through the physical like we talked about. But it it cannot, just by nature, decrease the level um, of of our consciousness. It can only increase it. So if I wanted to do bad, we would have to literally take it off the market as soon as possible. But right now, the way we've done, and that was one of the reasons why we actually make this tech available with the blocks. In the old world, someone would have hidden this tech and not made it available because they would just keep producing products like the capsules and cards and stuff like that. But now everyone that has a block like that can actually also make a certain cards. Like I said, you know, you can take a silver coin and charge it with frankincense and, and things like that, right? So people can use it. It's out there now. It, You know...
0: Okay, so <laughs> you you've, you've sort of open-sourced a quantum technology, so to speak, although you, you aren't telling Source us exactly mm-hmm. how you make it. So that, and that, yeah. that's all right. You, that, that's well within your rights. Uh, now, I'm, I'm sort of wondering, you know, do I need a, a, a quantum firewall, like a, a quantum antivirus, given all the other nonsense that bad actors might be doing out there? That is it, pretty is much. That, I, I'm mm-hmm. kind of getting a sense. I never thought of that until now. Um, but uh, even asking that question, uh, uh, you know, d- uh, 15, 20 years ago, I would have been like, what the hell? Uh, but I, I do know that there are bad people with abilities who do bad things, right? And they do it to companies, they do it to people, and, you know, they they just, I don't know, they're sociopaths. So I, I, it's hard for me to understand their motivations because it's not, it's alien to me. Uh, so um, having... Tech that helps to protect your energy system seems like a good idea.
1: In in regards to all these, I call them broad spectrum efforts, Mm -hmm. uh, in regards to what you just described, this definitely helps. And and EMF is probably the most visible for people. Um, But then there's certainly other methods as well. If we're getting into the more very targeted ones, I think there's tech out there where also this won't be able to to mitigate it but you know all the broad spectrum stuff yeah you should be fine and actually more because some of that works on a very subtle level right you know fear for example is being used as a tool to get large groups of people fear that they do certain things and behave in certain ways but if you're unlocking more of your consciousness meaning you're more expanded and more tuned in fear is like you know it just bubbles that way, yeah. and you, you don't absorb it that same level, You're, so it helps in that way as it well. It might
0: make you more dangerous. I mean, who knows what you might do? <laughs> so
1: the question is so, to whom, so right? Subtle so <laughs> plug for Danger Coffee.
0: <laughs> that's why it's called Danger Coffee. Yeah. It's like, who knows what you might do? <laughs> the right thing, probably. I love that. Wow. All right. That, that's fascinating. Um, it, it's something I've been thinking about more, and in the, the realm of computer security, which you know something about, which I know a lot about because I was you know, VP of cloud security at a public company, um, you have like broad scale threat protection. So you have an antivirus software package installed and you have a firewall, like, things that are going to stop most pedestrian things. But if you're an elite level hacker, like well, I wanted to get to you know that CEO, so I sent you know a very targeted email that looked like it came from someone who he knows with a, an attachment that would be there that had a zero day vulnerability and so. A good hacker or a through letter agency can get to almost anyone uh, via these types of of abilities, depending on how much they're willing to spend to get to them. Um, so if you're, you know, a victim of uh, targeted energetic threats, well, you probably need a set of energetic ninjas to go, you know, do battle in the seventeenth dimension. I have no idea, uh, but uh, for just the pedestrian, you know, gunk uh, that gets inserted in energetic reality okay, Lila Quantum is, is doing something on that front aligned to like basic threat protection stuff.
1: Yes, and it can be calibrated on the Hawkins scale pretty much by anyone that has these abilities or, or methods or it's very advanced in, in kinesiology. So, uh, yeah, it's it's in essence, it's a high consciousness field. That's how you can also describe it. And quantum energy, you know it's just a word in the end of the day you know we could could have called it ether energy we could have called it a high consciousness field it's describing the same thing in the you know and and i think we 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 try to get it across what what we mean by that very
0: very cool uh, philip thank you for coming back on the human upgrade for sharing the new studies that just came out on Lula quantum guys LilaQ.com, code dave10 if you want to give it a try and i, I got to say it you know, I, I kind of don't like it that it works because it, it means there's a whole bunch of stuff we don't know about reality, but I like it that it works because it works. And that's, that's always the cutting edge of biohacking. We haven't figured out the why, but we can test it. And you've talked about you know, five different ways of testing it. So kudos for bringing something new and, and hard to talk about into the world. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks a lot for having me on. Appreciate it. Guys, if you like the episode, I would be so thankful. If you would go out there and leave a review for it or even more thankful if you went and you picked up your copy of Smarter Not Harder. If you order the book right now, it helps other people discover the book because it creates a big wave of support for a book that teaches you stuff. And I do mention some things about quantum technologies in the book. And if you're thinking, oh, this is interesting, you can not even count on the discount by using code Dave 10. You can go to lilaq.com and you can you can start feeling what this is like for you for under 150 bucks. And it yes, it does go up from there, and that's the nature of things. But it works. You're listening to the Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey.
2: The Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey.